Hello everybody and welcome to the inaugural episode of Mind of a Black Author. My name is Enigma and today we're going to talk about my latest release book entitled Side Chick Chronicles. So, well, it's entitled Secret Lovers Side Chick Chronicles. Let me get the full name out there. And today I just wanted to kind of discuss some of the characters and the theme behind it and give you a background of how this came to be. So I want to say maybe about, let's say about five, maybe six years ago, I wrote a script called Side Chick. And it's basically was part of what made me write this novel. And if you don't know, I write a lot of different novels based on scripts that I came up with like years and years ago. So this was one of them. And I want to say maybe about five or six years ago, maybe even a little further back, I wrote this script called Side Chick. And in the script, Melanie, who is one of the book's main characters, was the only character in the script. So it's a little different when you're writing a novel for those who know. A script is a little short to the point and dialogue and things like that, whereas a book has more details and discussions, etc., etc. That's why you'll see a lot of people talk about, oh, the book was better than the movie because you get a lot more of details in the actual uh, book. So in order to create this into a novel, <laughs> because if I would have just wrote Melanie's story, as was in the novel, then yeah, it would have been a much shorter novel. So just to kind of give you a, a background of it. So Side Chick was basically written, like I said, as a script and Melanie was the main character and she fell in love with a guy who was a married man. And then she took on the ability of being the side chick. They made a deal of being a side chick. And of course the story plays out as it does. And I'm not going to go into too many details because I don't want to spoil the, the ending. So the guy she was with, his name was Tristan, and she met him at a club. And they they just meshed real well and everything went spectacular. And then at the end of the night, she finds out that he's married. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I don't do that. And she moved on with her life. And then maybe about a week or so later, she meets up with him in the street and they talk again and they, you know, have a nice discussion and obviously things went the way they went. So this was essentially the whole point behind her story, but it wasn't enough to make a novel of it. So what I did was I expanded on one character and I created another character. So the character I expanded on was Maya. Now, Maya was in the original script, but she was more of like Melanie's homegirl, just her conscience. You know, every time she was talking about it, like, don't mess with that guy, this and that, that type of person. So she really wasn't there in the script that much. But now I developed an entire storyline for her and she's pretty much carries out the same um, position that she had in the script. The only difference is now she has a storyline and her particular storyline is she's loyal to a guy that's basically in jail for the rest of his life. She was a 
you know, she wasn't married to him. They were just boyfriend and girlfriend. He was living outside of the law. He got arrested and he was basically sentenced to life in prison. And she's basically gone broke, <laughs> like really spending all her money trying to get her his sentence overturned. And after the final appeal failed, he kind of tells her, look, you need to move on. She doesn't feel like she needs to move on. She meets a guy. Matter of fact, she meets a guy the same night that Melanie does. And there are three chapters in this book. One's called Melanie's Hookup, one's called Maya's Hookup, and one is called Shade's Hookup, and I'll get to her in a second. And they all meet somebody that same night at the club that basically carries on the story. So as far as Maya's person, she meets up with a guy named Xavier. He's a good guy, a single father. And, you know, she kind of likes him, but this whole loyalty thing to her jail boo is a problem. And then, of course, the baby mama drama, which we all know. So, you know, that's where her story kind of leads. Now, she's still there supporting uh, Melanie as best she can with some of the decisions that she's making. But she has her own storyline, her own personality, and her story gets really wild towards the end. And trust me, when you get to those later chapters, you'll see what I'm talking about. The third main character is the one I created totally for the uh, novel, and that is Sade. I wanted to make a character who embodies side chick. You know what I'm saying? Because there are certain women out there in the real world that loves being a side chick and that is Sade. She, matter of fact, she doesn't date any guys who aren't married because she has a plan. It's like get as much money as you can from them and then ditch them and find another married guy. I mean, she literally has this down pack. Matter of fact, and I'll talk about this storyline because I did release this one online. The entire first chapter is basically Sade's chapter. You get introduced to this character and she's with a guy and, you know, it's it's basically his time is up. So she's looking to move on from this guy. But before she moves on, she wants to stick him one last time. So she meets up with him, distracts him a little bit, and then tells him that she found out that she's pregnant. And, of course, he starts to panic. He's like, you know, I'm married. I can't have another kid. You know, my wife would kill me if she found out, yada, yada, yada. And Sade basically plays the role like, well, I'm keeping the kid, you know, like she's really serious about this. Now we find out that she's not pregnant. This is all a hoax. And, you know, she's just trying to get some money out of the dude before she gets rid of him totally. And it works because he was distracted by her sexuality. You know, he, she really kind of got him going. And then when this came out, you know, he didn't really do too much to find out how much she's lying or like, let me see the test or anything like that. He just begins to panic. And the fact that she says she's going to keep the child, you know, really scares him too. Now she could have been telling the truth and he, you know, he's like, well, we'll take the uh, test once the baby's born. But at that point it'd be too late. So he thinks of it like, look, if I got to just pay some money for her to get an abortion, I'll just do that. And he offers, of course, Sade refuses at first, you know, even though that's what she was going for. She wanted to continue to play the role. And eventually she relents like, OK, like acts like it's such a hard decision. And he sends her the money to go get an abortion, which she did not have because she wasn't pregnant at the time. So that tells you all you need to know about Melanie. Now, on her hookup night at the club that night, she runs into a ball player 
And that is like the hitting the lottery for her. You know, it's one of the things that she's always wanted to do is to get one of those athletes because they are the ones who have the money and he was married. So that checked that off on her list. And she meets a ball player in the club and he's a guy who just got signed to like over a hundred million dollar deal. So of course all shot ACs is green when looking at him. And that relationship definitely goes on its ups and downs throughout the story as well, too. And I'll even share a little tidbit about this character that I did not share before, but call this the insider information. So Sade plays the game well. She knows how to get what she wants from guys. And she did this role with him where she was on the phone with her mechanic saying, oh, her car's dead and this and that. Now, she makes sure that he overhears it. He asks about it, and she's like, oh, no, it's nothing. Acting like, well, you know, the, the mechanic said my car is basically kaput. They want to replace the engine. The engine's worth more than the car, yada, yada, yada. And, of course, the guy um, named Jamal, who's the ball player, he says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to hook you up. So she's excited because, you know, this dude's going to hook me up with a new car. And so she calls uh, Melanie and Maya over to her apartment like, hey, I'm about to get a new car. He's about to hook me up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and she's all excited in there. Like, you know, oh my God, because really Maya doesn't really care too much for Sade's. Well, the way that she does things, they they're all friends. But Maya and Sade are the ones who kind of bump heads the most. So she thinks that um, Sade's one of these days she's going to get caught up. And so. She's not too thrilled about her playing dudes like that and all that. But anyway, so the car comes and uh, <laughs> it's a 2018 Kia, which is an older car than what she already had. And so she felt like a fool. They, <laughs> Melanie and Maya laughed at her and she figures, OK, I got to turn it up because this guy's. she's thinking she's getting a Lexus or a Benz or something nice like that and he sends her a 2018 kia yeah she wasn't too happy about that but um yeah Shade is the character she was very fun to write okay all of them were fun to write maya was probably the hardest because i really wanted a character that has pure intentions in there so here's how i came up with this I wanted to create three types of characters with three types of personalities. I wanted a pure character, which I did with Maya for the most part. I wanted a character who's kind of in the middle, which is where Melanie comes in. And then I wanted a corrupt character, which is where Sade comes in. Now, they are all are still friends, but I really wanted to show this whole side chick type deal as a, you know, just you wanted to see it in multiple views. And Sade's was the easiest one to write because she's just corrupt. She just does things her way. She she doesn't care who she hurts. I mean, you find out why she does things the way she does in the story. But the thing is, she was just easy to write because I can just be sinister with her. I can let her screw guys over, basically play them and, you know, just play her game and make it interesting. Maya was the hardest one because, like I said, I wanted her to be the purest one. You know, she's the one that's really not into the whole side chick lifestyle. She's really loyal to her guy. One of the people on here that is loyal. And 
loyal to a guy that she'll never see again because they can't have conjugal visits because they're not married. They were just boyfriend and girlfriend, but she's just so in love with him and so loyal. And I took that from a story somewhere uh, I seen online. I'm not going to say specifically where, <laughs> but just a person who is dating somebody that they'll never see again is really a tragic thing when you think about it. You know, she's so in love with the guy, but she just can't, you know, be with him. And she's dated people outside of him after he's been locked up, but she, as soon as they start getting close, she starts to push him away because she thinks she's cheating on this guy. So it was a little hard to write for her because she was so pure. And in Melanie, it really wasn't that difficult to write her because I already had her story outlined in the script. I made a few changes here or there, but for the most part, her storyline was already written. So it wasn't really difficult to write that because I really wanted to write somebody sort of in the middle. Like Melanie is not like Sade when she's doing this. Melanie, you know, just she really meshes well with Tristan and she just wants to have that, you know, the sex is good and she just really wants to be with the guy on those terms, you know, so she knows that the relationship wasn't going anywhere. It was just a matter of them just hooking up, having sex, having fun. She just, they just enjoyed each other. So it was her first time uh, doing something like this. It was Tristan's first time doing something like this. And throughout the story, you see their relationship evolve to something different. But again, I'm not going to spoil that too much. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, you know, Secret Lover, Side Chick Chronicles. It was just a fun story to write. There are some ups, there are some downs. There's a lot of twists and turns. And there's some things at the end of the story that are good, some things that are bad. So if you've read any of my work uh, previously, you know that a lot of things at the end don't always turn out the way that you probably thought they would. And it's the same thing with this as well, because there's certain things that happen that I really wanted to get certain points across and show that not only these women going through a lot of turmoil, but also the guys as well, because there's certain things that they go through throughout this process. And, you know, certain things don't work out. And it's one of those stories that was just like real interesting to watch as these characters develop. So all of them have different paths at the end. And I'm not going to say any more because I end up telling the story. But yes, this book is available on paperback, hard copy or hardcover, sorry, and uh, Kindle download. So they're all available on Amazon. I'm going to put the link in the description below. And one last thing I'll kind of tell you about if you've read my work, like I told you, the Enigmaverse. And what is the Enigmaverse? Well, the Enigmaverse is. All of my stories are intertwined with each other. So all the books that I write, no matter the theme, no matter the genre, they're all connected. Okay. So here's a couple of Enigma verse moments from this book. So Jamal, who is the ball player that Sade ends up meeting at the club, he's actually the same Jamal that's in the book Freedom. Now, if you remember Freedom, the main character was... She lost her virginity to this ball player from Syracuse. He was still in college at the time. Well, this is the same guy. He even talks the same way um, from that book to this book. So Freedom and uh, um, uh, Side Trick Chronicles are all connected. Okay. Then there's a chapter in the book called Nola Street Tales. So there's a instance that happens in the Nola Street Tales book, which is one of my first books that were published. And 
they live through that situation through this book too. It's just seen from a different way. And so once again, the characters from Nola Street Tales kind of make a cameo appearance in there. And it's an important event that happens. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's an important event that happens in the Nola Street Tales book that these characters live through. So there was another um, connection through the Enigmaverse. And then the final one, um, Sade talks about her friend Natalie that she used to run with, who basically would do some of the same things that she would, kind of playing dudes and all that. And they talk about how Natalie died. Now, that is not a spoiler because that's from Promiscuous Love, The Death of Natalie Little. So that book is basically talking about Sade's friend that she mentioned because both books take place in L.A., and the character is dead in that book. And when you read that book, you can see that there's certain things that she was doing that is very similar to Sade. And she ended up dead. It's a murder mystery book because you're trying to figure out who killed her because it says in the title. So I'm not spoiling anything if you want to read it. But the title is called Promiscuous Love, the death of the, was it, the murder of Natalie Little, the death of Natalie Little. I can't remember right off the top of my head. It's sad. It's my own book. But... The whole point is, it's said that she's dead in the title, so I'm not spoiling anything there. And Sade kind of mentions her in the book as well, how she misses hanging out with her friend because her friend knew how to run the game, and she did. And I think the death of Natalie in that book taught Sade a lot of things. I think that's probably where she got the whole mindset of, you got to cut these dudes loose, whereas... Uh, Natalie didn't and it ended up costing her her life so that's another connection in the Enigma universe so as you get accustomed to me I'll try to come out with a lot of these uh, podcasts to discuss some of my works and give you a little insight on what was I thinking when I came up with some of this stuff and even connect you through the Enigma verse but yeah this book is a great read if you're into a lot of that I don't want to say it's a love story, but there is some love in the book. Um, There's you reap what you sow type stuff in the book. There's a lot of sex in the book. There's a lot of symbolism in the book. And there's a lot of redemption in the book. So there's a lot of things that goes on with these characters that is really fun. So really watching the journey from beginning to end is definitely what would interest you. So. But anyways, that is my first episode. I'm actually glad to have actually talked about my books. If you're interested in movies, I do a podcast called Past and Present where I talk about um, older movies and how they look in today's eye. And I also do reviews on current movies. You can check that out. I'll leave that description in the uh, link as well. The link in the uh, description as well. And um, if you want to check out any of my books, instead of giving you a whole Amazon list and different searches and things like that, you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. I will also leave that link in the description. But it's your boy Enigma signing off. Deuces. Deuces.